Metronome active. Don't need a metronome Metro- for this. Oh, no metronome. Compressor engaged. Compressors don't go on until the editing phase. Internet speed running at 125. Don't need the internet for any of this shit. Room temperature 68.3. More like 71. Pants are on. Well, yours might be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Is Prado Field green light? Fuck yeah. Death. Destruction. It's a dark one today. Mayhem. It's a dark one today. Yeah. Death, doom, gloom. Um. Today. 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 Um, I would also like to see Eric has to take credit for the good ideas and for the weird ideas. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Another one of Eric's ideas. Yeah. Um, serial killers. Serial killers. Dun, now, dun, are these dun, people dun, that dun, kill dun, like dun, corn dun, pops or like cornflakes or no? Because that would be me. Honeycomb. Yeah. Okay. So Peanut butter, Captain good. Crunch. I will literally destroy the roof of my oh, mouth. Eat a yeah. whole box of that. Oh, so that's not the type of serial killers we're talking. I don't think about. so. No, I no. don't think so. Okay. <laughs> we're talking like making lampshades out of people is what right? we're talking about. All right. This came from, uh, I've done a deep dive into a new podcast called True Crime All the Time. <clears throat> and it's all about serial killers. So what it is, um, you guys watch Mindhunters, right? I've seen the first season. <clears throat> I really like it. Yes. Yeah, I love that show. Very good. And it just got me into like, there's some fucked up people out there. Oof-ta. Like, <clears throat> And so I wanted to learn more about them. And I found this True Crime All the Time podcast. And it is all about serial killers and killers and other true crime, right? Mm-hmm. And so I started listening to it, and there was a couple on there that I wanted to uh, talk about. Like, um, <clears throat> one of the first ones. <laughs> okay, so one of the episodes that disgusted me the most, and you know how hard it is to disgust me, right? Like, right. I can put up with just about anything. Except my face. Yeah, well, which is why I, I make you wear that black hood when we do this. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there's this guy, David Parker Ray, and they called him the Toy Box Killer. Okay. And what this guy would do with his girlfriend, Cindy Hindi, is uh, they would go in, uh, to the local truck stop, whatever, and pick up sex workers. Okay. And then they'd take him back to this like $100,000 trailer house. Um, and this is in the 60s, so like $100,000, a lot of money, right? Right. And um, <clears throat> what they would do is they'd drug him, they'd strap him, they'd strip him naked, strap him to a table, and then when they'd wake up, there would be this video playing in front of them. And it was basically about an hour long of this guy explaining exactly what was going to happen to these girls and i mean he was detail gory like i'm going to stick it in this hole and then i'm going to stick it in this hole and if you're a good girl and you allow me to do this for a few days i'll let you go he didn't let him go but that's how he got them to comply in a way and uh he did this to 40 different women and the way he would get the women is uh, he would uh, he had a badge and a car that looked like a cop car, so he would essentially go and arrest these sex workers mm. and take them back to his toolbox. He called it, <clears throat> and would use just imagine any implement. I've seen pictures of the inside of. Have you seen the pictures? From yeah, inside yeah. Of? yeah, oh yeah, and it's what you'd imagine. Yeah. yeah, and he had different chairs to strap them to and tables and a place on the wall for him. 
and <clears throat> his whole thing, he said that uh, he could only get off if he was pleasuring a woman. So in his mind, he was doing all of this stuff for their pleasure. And yet mm. they're tied up, drugged, and they're unwillingly, most importantly. Right. Yeah. So, no, this guy was messed up. Yeah. And... Um, what was it, New Mexico? <clears throat> yeah. Somewhere southwest. Yeah. yeah, New Mexico. And the way he finally got caught, one of the women that he had um, was able to uh, <clears throat> somehow talk the girlfriend into letting her out of the chains to go to the bathroom or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she picked up a lamp, knocked out the girlfriend, and took off running, butt naked, wearing a collar, and got to a, a neighbor's yep. trailer house. And that got the cops out there. And he, essentially, that's how he finally got busted. But 40 women yep. uh, wow. had this done to him and then killed. And then the 41st got away. Isn't and the one crazy? that got away, it's just like out of a horror movie, right? Like the naked girl running down the street screaming for help. Like, yeah. holy fuck, that's the real, like that, it's movies. Yeah. Happens in real life. Yeah. And you hear, it's like Saw, man. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. And you hear her talk about it. Yeah. Um, she actually um, came, I mean, as well as you can come out of something like that, like she's leading a quote unquote normal life now. Yeah. But, <clears throat> so she's done some interviews and some of the stuff that these two people said to her and did to her and yeah. it's crazy yeah. no so. he had uh, uh, uh the the pictures from inside the trailer because essentially it was like a um it wasn't like a camper i don't think was it no it was, more, it was, it was a, almost it was like a, a like an enclosed snowmobile trailer it's yeah. kind of what it looked like like a big square box yeah um but it showed i've seen pictures from inside it and it uh, uh yeah i mean cattle prods uh, just about anything that you you know yeah walk into a sex shop and it yeah yeah if it was there it was in his trailer yeah and yeah. torture devices pliers forceps uh, whatever mm. yeah um very very odd yeah um i promise this is the worst one the other ones are uh, <laughs> bad in a different way the other serial killers serial killers so those are uplifting and good uh, no, but oh. they're not uh, torturing, raping, right. assaulting women. Okay. They're just right. killing them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's better. Or raping them after they're dead. Yeah. Which, right. Right. Uh, yeah. Not to sound gruesome, but I guess that's the preference, right? At least they, right. you know. Cool. Right. At least then she yeah. doesn't know what's happening. That's, right. It's good, right. I guess. Yeah, I don't know which way I'd rather go on that. Huh. Never thought about that. Well, they're both pretty sick. Yeah. 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 I don't want either one of them to happen. Yeah. Either way, you're in a bad spot. Right. right. Yeah. I, um, there's a podcast that, that, uh, is, is, uh, exceptionally, uh, graphic in how they describe this kind of stuff. And it's called Monsturo. You ever oh, heard of that? No, I haven't, but I'll definitely look into it. You should it. look into it. Yeah. Um, there, I, that, that show was, uh, and you know uh, to the point and i i didn't think it was possible but they're they're descriptive enough in how they do it that um i almost had to turn it off a couple times because it was too intense wow. like it it it's pretty intense yeah and they talk about stuff that you've never heard of, like stuff that you know they had a case out of like germany and they had a case out of south america of different kinds of people that did stuff like that and um uh yeah, it was, it's two guys that do it, I think. And it's not just a thing like this where they sit and talk about the stuff. Yeah. Like, they 
they don't reenact it, but they'll tell the story from like the perspective of the of the people that were involved. Yeah. Um. So you know they had a, they had a, a a story about a guy, and I I won't spend too much time on this because I don't have the people's I don't I remember the names, but there was a guy in Germany. I know there's two guys over in the over in Europe somewhere, um, and then one of them put out an ad, was putting out posts that he was he wanted to have a male um, volunteer to be eaten. Um, he wanted to find somebody that would let him, like he he wanted to eat a person, <laughs> and uh, they were and he was posting about this like on different chat rooms and just different like kind of macabre like just weird you know that kind of stuff yeah and he actually someone actually volunteered. He Fuck actually you. got somebody that was willing to do it. And it was a sexual thing between the both of them. Like the guy that was going to be eaten wanted to be, wanted to have pieces of him taken off and he wanted to watch someone else eat Are you his f- body you parts. Me? It was a sexual thing for him. And then the guy who was doing it was a sexual thing for him. Ugh. It has to be the only two people on the earth that felt that way. And they just happened to fucking find each other. Wow. Um, now the reason that this was a story or the reason that this got out is so they made an agreement and the way it was going to go down and they had it all planned out and the one guy had to travel by I remember him I remember hearing it was by train um to the other guys it was like a farmhouse and um the guy who was going to do the eating it was the other guy went to his house and um they had it all planned out and they like it was all they had all the details set of how they were going to do it and what body parts were going to get you know eaten first and blah 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 and the reason that this turned into a bigger deal was the the victim I guess the volunteer, um, the guy who was doing the taking parts off. I can't remember what, what part it was, but something went sideways as you might imagine something like that would. Um, and the victim was basically left like writhing in pain. Like he, this guy took off a piece of him that expect was going to happen. Right. Maybe he thought there was going to be some anesthetic involved. Yeah. There was something, I can't remember fucking, I can't remember the details of it and I can't remember the guy's name. So I, I can't remember the, how to Google it, but I suppose it'd be easy to Google, but um, anyway, this Monstro, you should, yeah, Eric, most people probably wouldn't want to hear it, but it's, it's just, it's very intense the way that they describe how it goes. Uh, And it's all true cases. And a lot of them you've never heard of because it's from other parts of the world. Yeah. That's Um, insane, man. Anyway, very, very odd. Should we have put a disclaimer out at the beginning of the show? That I this don't is gonna know. Be- <laughs> well, we did say serial killers, mayhem, well, months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, heads up, guys. <laughs> this one's going to be kind of disgusting. <laughs> we did say serial killers. Yeah, I think yeah. we're safe, right? Yeah. I, I mean, People so. had to know we weren't going to make like, you know. Yeah. Jokey joke. Yeah, funny, I don't funny. know. I mean, right. I mean, well, although okay. the last one, what I was thinking about while you were saying it is like, that's the ultimate Uber Eats, right? You, Deliver the food yourself comes to, to you. the guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> the <Nice. food> comes- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my sense of humor. Uh, dark, but you're right. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I, uh, David, yeah, I remember, I remember reading that story and 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 uh, seeing the the photos of that, and I was like, Jesus. And he looks like a guy who would do it. If you ever see, if you Google pictures of him, yeah, he looks like that guy that would do something like that. Wow. Yeah, you yeah. see, have you seen America? Have you I seen haven't. Africa? I have never oh, heard of oh, this. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and his wife was no catch. I'll tell you what, her girlfriend, whoever she was, <laughs> because that <laughs> matters. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, speaking of ones that happened overseas, though, yeah. there was, uh, and I'm gonna butcher this name, so I apologize, but uh, Leonardo Cianciulli, the soap maker of Correggio. So this is over in Italy, 
And uh, she, this one barely counts as a serial killer because to be a serial killer, you have to have X numbers of bodies and you have to have a cooling off period between bodies and all that, right? But um, <clears throat> what she did was um, she was a palm reader and uh, a soothsayer. You know, she could tell your fortune, all that kind of stuff. Mm. And her son was getting shipped off to World War II. And so she decided she needed uh, to sacrifice some humans to keep him safe, right? Like, that's what she needed for whatever spell to keep her son safe. Well, <clears throat> it makes sense. Yeah, right, right. Kill a few people, your son doesn't die, right? do, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so one of her neighbors came to her saying that she was looking to find love. Like, she didn't have love in her life. What kind of spell can you do to, to help me find love? And she's like, oh, yeah, I got the perfect one for you. But here's the thing. You... you you're going to have to go to him and you can't let anybody in your family know where you've gone. So she had her neighbor write a whole bunch of letters to her family saying that she was leaving. She was fine, but don't come looking for me. Don't, you know, I'm gone. Don't ever expect to hear from me again. <clears throat> and so she took these letters and put them in her desk or whatever, and then set about killing this lady. And, then she couldn't figure out, you know, I have this dead body. What do I do with it? And so she ends up dismembering her with an axe and then boiling her on her stove to get rid of everything. <clears throat> and then with the fat, she would make soap. Oh. And she had a little shop, so she'd sell the soap. And then she couldn't figure out what to do with the bones. So she took a sledgehammer, crushed them up into powder, and would make cakes with it. Jesus Christ. And would sell the cakes in her little shop. So basically people that are coming in to have their fortunes read or whatever. Oh, you want to buy a little cake? Sure. Yeah. And um, so she ended up doing this uh, three different times because wow. she figured for every year that her son was at war, yeah. she had to sacrifice another body. So same thing. Somebody comes to her. She says, yep, make sure you write these letters. All right. And then she'd kill them, dismember them, and turn them into soap and cakes. Wow. <clears throat> and... The crazy thing about all of this is when the cops came to investigate her, because it was three of her neighbors that disappeared, so they just came in to question her and stuff, <clears throat> she fed them the cakes. Was like, oh, sit down, have some coffee, have some cakes. We'll talk about this. And when these cops finally figured out you know, what really had happened, uh, they realized that they had eaten uh, the people that they were there to try to find. I mean, is that not it's messed a movie. up? It's like a movie, isn't yeah, it? Uh, right. You can't make it up. It's more no. fucked up than a movie. Yeah. yeah. Weird, huh? Jesus like, Christ. So I've never heard of that. Yeah, I never heard of that one. Huh. Wow. Yeah. That was on that podcast you yeah. listened to? Yeah. 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 Oh. And they spend an hour, so they go into detail about yeah. you know, everything that she did. Yeah. I mean, just the dismembering and the boiling and all yeah. that, the smell that would come from something like that. And yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Well, and that's what I've always wondered is, is, uh, well, you know, and I, I guess Dahmer did it, but I, and I've always thought that was strange that, and I don't know what it smells like to boil a human body part or to cook right. one. I would hope not. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't. Um, but I can't imagine it. It's gotta be, so, it's gotta be so foreign. Well, I don't think? know, because they say that a human body is really similar to a pig. So it probably smells like pork chops when you're cooking it. Right? 
pork chops and ham and yeah i don't know um well that's what i've always thought is like when these people like like Dahmer or like her yeah well i just i always think to myself like wouldn't you smell that like well a couple houses down with Dahmer and and he's actually on my list to talk about so uh, we can get into him a little bit um so Dahmer actually he was probably one of the longest most prolific american serial killers he started when he was 18 and got caught when he was like what in his 30s yeah and the way he would get around the whole smell thing because it's not the cooking them that smells it's the decomposing bodies that smell and so when he was living in that infamous apartment where he got caught um he had told his neighbors that his freezer had gone out and all of his meat had rotted gotcha and he didn't find it you know until a month later or whatever and so the smell was just ingrained in his apartment and because of the socioeconomic place where he was at in his life um you know the neighbors really don't care. it was just one of those things right. like the whole right. apartment building right was pretty nasty and run down right. so um once he explained that they were like oh okay his freezer went out and he can't get the smell out of his apartment right um but yeah, he, Dahmer was obviously messed up. Like he he started killing when he was eighteen, so just out of high school, he had just finished a stint in the army. Or no, yep. this was before he went to the army. And um, <clears throat> so he would lure guys over, saying, "Hey, I'll give you fifty bucks. You let me take some naked pictures of you." Yep. He'd he'd give him a drink laced with drugs, put him to sleep, because his whole thing was he he wanted a zombie. Yeah. He wanted an alive person that couldn't move couldn't argue couldn't tell him you no. know i right. i don't want you to do any of this right. stuff right and um so he would like in his later years in trying to make this zombie he would take like hydrochloric acid yeah. and drill holes in people's heads and then put the acid in there to try to essentially lobotomize them right and that didn't work so then he tried uh like boiling water just injecting boiling water into their brain yeah um and it ended up killing him obviously right and um <clears throat> yeah he was just messed up he was though. a mess yeah i um uh, now they that did that apartment building get uh torn down yeah it got i heard, I heard a rumor that they yep. destroyed it i don't know what's there now but yeah there was too many people that were right it, it became uh, for lack of a better term, a tourist, a tourist destination. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> which seems weird as well. Yeah. A little bit. Well, <laughs> there are podcasts about all this shit. Right. Yeah. Right. What's really weird I mean, though is that it was small town Wisconsin, right? Like you don't expect. Was it Milwaukee? I thought it was Milwaukee. Well, I guess, yes, not small town, but it's Wisconsin. Oh yeah. You don't right. expect this kind of stuff out right. of Wisconsin. Right. You expect it out of Chicago or right. New York or. Dahmer was Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Grew up uh, just outside of Lacrosse, I want to say, and then moved in with his grandma in Milwaukee because his parents kicked him out of his house. Um, essentially, when his dad found out he was gay, there was yeah, um, there was, was a, some tension between them. Yeah. And, yeah. But he was wasn't I, I? I saw part of a documentary on him. Wasn't he? He was cl- the classic serial killer. Wasn't he torturing animals as a kid? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. He started off on a bad road. Yeah, when he was like six or seven, they were eating chicken one night, and he asked his dad what would happen if he put the bones in bleach, and his dad was some kind of science teacher, um, Yeah. and uh, so his dad was like, oh, you're taking an interest in science, right. here's how you do it, and he essentially taught him how to fillet away all the skin and all that, and get to the bone, and how to preserve the bones and stuff like that, so yeah. that's that was what he took. Most serial killers will take 
uh, trophies. And that was his trophies was like bones. And he would, <clears throat> so he was also another one that would, when he was living with his grandma, which is actually where he did most of his killing was in his grandma's that. basement. Yeah. Cause didn't he bury him under her house or in her garden no, or he something? Ne- he never buried him. He would dismember him. He would boil him. Oh, he would okay. bleach him. Right. And then he would crush up the bones with gotcha. a sledgehammer and gotcha. get rid of him that way. Yeah. But, um, he would keep the heads for weeks at a time and, you know, you can imagine what a guy is doing with uh-huh. a head. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he would, uh, yeah. So he would, <clears throat> with these heads that he was keeping, this is why he got kicked out of his grandma's house is because of the smell right. that was coming out of her basement. She was finally like, you need to get out, get out. What really and intrigued. she didn't know what he was doing? No. She was feeble, so she couldn't really get down the stairs to see what was going on. Oh. Um, and he would bring these guys home from the bar at like yeah. two o'clock in the morning and yeah. drug them. So right. she, you know, she didn't even know they were there. Right. Yeah. It was right. That, it was too late. Yeah. But, uh, what really intrigues me about the Dahmer case is he was actually caught once. <clears throat> I heard that right after he moved into his apartment. Yeah. He had a, a little, uh, Filipino, a 14 year old Filipino boy in his apartment and was raping him yeah. and, you know, doing all kinds of disgusting stuff with him. The kid actually broke out of the apartment, yeah. ran down into the street. Naked. Yeah. Right. Bleeding yeah. from his rectum. Yep. Yeah. Two ladies found him and called the cops. Yep. Yeah. The cops show up. Dahmer's somehow able to convince them that uh, <clears throat> that they were lovers and yeah. they were having a lover's quarrel. Yep. Yeah. And that um, this young boy was a drug addict. And he was 14? Yeah. yeah. Well, but Dahmer said he was 18. And, you know, um, not to be stereotypical, but Asians typically look younger than they are. So he was able to convince him that he was 18 and that he was on drugs. And Jeffrey was trying to do a, an intervention for him, trying to get him off the drugs. Mm. And uh, the cops were like, yeah, all right, here you go. Yeah. And sent the kid back to his apartment. Yep. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. And then there was like three or four, five murders after that. And the cops really came under scrutiny because yeah. they turned a kid back over to a serial killer yeah right. yeah but yeah he was a weird duck man i mean for lots of reasons but um if the cops had just taken the time to even look at his record they would have seen that he was a sexual predator like he got caught at the wisconsin state fair <clears throat> um showing his junk to like 25 people mm. and he got a whopping 50 dollar fine for that and then he got caught another time masturbating in front of a couple kids under a bridge and got busted for that. So if these cops had just taken two minutes yeah. to run a search on him, they would have realized that, you know, he, there's no reason that this kid should be with him. Right. But they didn't. So. Isn't that something? Yeah. Man. <clears throat> but, but yeah, he was, he was a weird duck, man. It, uh, no, and I, it's, it didn't. Well, one, it's too bad that he got murdered because I would have preferred that he just, you know, rot in prison. That's, yeah. You know, I would, I, I don't mind us paying for his meals for the rest of his life just right. so that he can sit there and not ever get satisfaction again. Right. Um, but then two, I don't know, for, as far as I know, there wasn't a lot of, we didn't get a ton of time to interview him. I don't think he was able to do a lot of interviews before he got killed. He actually he? did quite a few. Oh, yeah. did? Okay. Um, there was one that was really weird because it was on 2020 or, you know, one of those yeah. type shows. Yeah. And his dad was there. With him? Yeah. Weird. So I don't know how the dad was able to get into this interview with him, but um, Jeffrey was so 
calm yeah and would just talk about these things as if he were ordering a pizza, right? right He'd right. be like, yeah, and then I took the boy and I did this to him and then I dismembered him and then I had right. sex with his corpse and right. all this stuff. And he's just telling the story and you can see his dad sitting there just getting more and more disgusted. Right. And finally the dad breaks down and he's like, I didn't see any of this when you were a kid. I, I would have put a stop to it. And Jeffrey's right. like, yeah, no, I know you didn't see any of it or you would have put a stop to it. Right. Because by all accounts, his parents weren't great. Right. But they loved him. They cared about him. Yeah. You know, they, they would have they would have intervened had they seen right. anything like this right. going on. Yeah, because I think I, I think I heard or read something that his dad, uh, was there alcohol involved or yeah. abuse or yeah, um, hit the mom? No, or no abuse, but um, alcohol and uh, a lot of fights between yeah, the Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But I'll say this, and you're, I'm sure this, I, this is going to come up on your list. We say that that stuff, you'd think that is weird that it would be the Midwest or, or Wisconsin, but another, probably one of the most famous serial killers is from Wisconsin. Yeah. Wasn't he? Wasn't yeah. Gein from Wisconsin? Ed Gein, yeah. Ed Gein is on my list, though not technically a serial killer, um, because he only killed two, possibly three people. Oh, um, damn so it, he, he didn't make the cut. He didn't make the cut. No but, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. But have you heard of Ed Gein, Chad? Yeah. yeah. So um, he was the, he was the, um, he was the inspiration behind Leatherface and um, just any, think of just about any horror movie out of the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And he was the inspiration for him. Yeah. Um, they called him the Plainfield Ghoul. And they say he was the inspiration for Norman Bates, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which would be Leatherface, Hannibal Lecter, and Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Uh, mm. Just to name a few. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> this is what's crazy about this guy. He only killed two, maybe three people. And the reason they say maybe three is he lived this completely sheltered life. His mm-hmm. mom was super religious. Like super crazy religious like fanatical yeah right yeah and so she was like sex is bad women are bad other people are bad you just need to stay here on the farm with me they had like 183 acres Mm -hmm. in wisconsin and these boys like literally never got off the farm him and his brother other than to go to school right and uh um there's rumors that there was some incest between Ed Gein and his mother, and apparently his brother found out about it. And there was a mysterious brush fire on their farm one day, and the brother ends up dead. Uh. But what's crazy is the brother was all bruised up, but not burnt at all. So it's like the fire burned all the way around him, but didn't burn him because it just didn't get hot enough. Like there was scorch marks and stuff, but he wasn't burned up. Pardon me. And, uh, but the cops were like, oh, it's Ed. Everybody knows Ed. He's a great guy. Right. You know, he right. would never do anything like this. So right. nothing ever happened to him. Yeah. They just mm. chalked it up to his brother died in the fire. Yeah. But looking back on it, they really think that he, that he did it. What, what's really insane about all of this, like I say, everybody in the town was like, oh, it's Ed. Ed's a great guy. He babysat. Like once, I'm, I'm skipping ahead here a little bit, but once his mom died, he, uh, you know, started going out more and, and, and being in town more, doing odd jobs in town and stuff. And he really liked kids. And so people would, like, let this guy babysit their kids while they went out and did stuff. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> that's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine being on. that kid and 20 years later, you're like, oh, Ed Gein was my babysitter. Great guy. <laughs> right, right. But what was really crazy about Ed Gein was um, when his mother died, she died of like pneumonia or something. He, just like Norman Bates, boarded up all the rooms in his house except for his kitchen and his living room and kept everything exactly the way it was. And he was just infatuated with his mother from a very young age. So mm-hmm. after she died, he started uh, grave robbing. So he would read the the paper, read the obituaries. And when he would find some, and this back then, they put the pictures with the obituary, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if a, a lady in her like 50s to 60s would die, if they looked like his mom, he would go and dig them up and bring them home, skin them, uh, Ta- basically taxidermy the skin, right? Like leather work. Mm-hmm. And he would make himself bodysuits out of these women. Mask and everything. Because, and the, the whole reason they're saying this is because um, they think that he was um, a transvestite or possibly transsexual. Gotcha. And <clears throat> but this is way, way, way before that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. And he really wanted to be a woman. Right. And so he would make these skin suits with breasts and he would take oh. labias and sew them into underwear. And then Ooh. he would wear these and like dance outside under the moon. Hence the Buffalo Bill uh, right. thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they're saying his skill with leather work was like second to none. So these bodysuits were like corsets, right? He could put them on, tie them up, and it would, you know, as real as a bodysuit can look that's right. made out of other people. Right, right. And he would do the masks and everything. But it was all women that looked like his mom. Mm. And the reason he finally got caught <clears throat> is, uh, well, first he, he, he started drinking because his mom had always preached, no drinking, no drinking, no drinking, alcohol is bad, you'll go to hell, all this stuff. And he started going to this bar in town after she died, and there was a bartender there who looked like they said could have been a doppelganger for his mom. Uh-oh. And so after about three years of going in there all the time and, and seeing her, finally one night he was the last one left in the bar. He closed the curtains, locked the door, shot her in the head, and uh, took her home made a skin suit out of her. Mm. And that was his favorite skin suit by all, you know, yeah, yeah. by all accounts. Yeah. But, you know, after time, they break down. Right. And so it was about three years that that skin suit made him happy. And he finally went into town one day, and he was buying um, antifreeze Hmm. at the local hardware store. And the lady there, unfortunately, looked like his mom. So he killed her, took her back to his farm, strung her up like you would see a deer. Yeah. Um, And... <clears throat> the 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 son of this lady was the town sheriff and he went to visit her mom his mom at her store oh right she's not there right the cash register's gone she's gone her truck is gone right and so he starts interviewing people around and they're like oh yeah we saw ed driving her truck it was the weirdest thing we we weren't sure what he was doing so this guy calls the, he was a deputy sheriff. He calls the sheriff, says, hey, you need to go talk to Ed Gein. My mom's missing. The cash register's missing. This guy goes into the house, sees it all boarded up, sees like heads, literally heads all around. And so he's thinking this is kind of weird. Um, then he goes out to the shed oh. and it's dark. There's no lights in the shed. For whatever reason, he doesn't have his flashlight. 
he's walking around. He runs into this body that's hanging and thinks that it's the opening day of deer season. So he thinks maybe Ed bagged a deer and that's what he's feeling. Mm. And he finally gets to the other side of the shed where there's the big shed doors, opens them up, lets the sunlight in, realize he's just been feeling up his deputy's mom. mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that's yeah. when they find the skin suits. They find the, he had furniture made with skin. Yeah. He had lampshades made with skin. Yeah. He had bowl. He was, he would take the skulls of his victims and turn them into bowls yeah. and use them. <laughs> um, I mean, this guy would take every part of the body yeah. and do something with it. Yeah. Whether it was, like I said, whether it was dishes or uh, places to sit. You know, just yep. all kinds of nasty, nasty shit with it. Waste not, want not. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not kidding. So, yeah, this Ed Gein was, uh, was just insane, right? Yep. Like, And that was, and now, I don't know, I don't remember, but it, very small town, was it not? Yeah. Like, yeah, again, this was like right people, outside of La Crosse. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, a couple thousand people back yeah. in the 50s or 60s. Yeah. I don't remember exactly, yeah. but yeah. <clears throat> so super small town. Yeah. Mm. And again, with this one, what's weird is, so he had hired a couple of kids uh, one day to come do some work on his farm, and they needed to use the bathroom or get a drink or what have you. So he let them into his house, and they saw the heads. And they were, he, they were like, hey, why do you have these heads in here? He's like, oh, they're just fake. They're, you know witch doctor heads you can order out of the back of the Sears catalog or whatever. Right. <clears throat> but the boys were thinking, oh, these look awfully real. Right. So they actually went and told their parents. Yeah. And their parents were like, oh, no, it's those ones you can get out of the back of the Sears catalog. It's Ed. Come on. We let him babysit you, for Christ's right. sake. You right. know. Right. And nobody believed these boys yep. who were telling him, no, we saw real actual heads. Yep. Yeah. And that's something. So, yeah. I, uh... <laughs> So two of the probably more, I mean, I, and uh, you know, more grotesque uh, guys in, in, uh, that you're going to bring up are both out of, you know, middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. Yeah, weird. Well, and then your home state, Ohio. Yeah, that's probably one of the most prolific serial killer states in the United States. <clears throat> there are happened. a lot of serial killers that come out of Ohio, yeah. and and the mm. reason they they give for it is it's the what I seventy that runs through Ohio, uh, Ohio. Mm-hmm. so they call it the I seventy corridor killers because guys are just going, and I'm not disparaging truck drivers at all. Right. Truck drivers make America run. I'll, right. I'll be the first guy to say that, but you've got all these truckers right. that can just pick up somebody in Ohio, yep, and be who knows where in the United States the next day, yeah, so. Um, yeah, Ohio is a breeding ground for murderers. I'm not seeing the correlation there. I don't get it. What do you mean? So what if it's I-70? Well, it's just it's one of the busiest highways in the world, so you can pick up a sex but it worker or run through Ohio, right? No, well, right. Yeah, I guess I don't know why it's seventy Ohio that and it seventy-five happens. intersect in Ohio, and that's the only place those two highways intersect. And seventy-five is a is a massive is a is Got a it. is okay. a main. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here. I don't know Yeah, I, yeah, I just because it, it's but. right outside of Dayton is 70, right. 75 intersect. Yeah. Oh, Dayton At, town, and that's yeah, that's the only time that those two highways cross. So yeah. you really, you really can be on seventy, get off on seventy five, go a completely opposite direction, and be anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You can go anywhere on those two. So well, and the other thing is you've got uh, Detroit, yeah. not very far away. Right. So you get these people that are 
in Detroit and maybe don't have the best upbringing, right? And so then they just scoot over to Ohio, pick up mm-hmm. their victims, take them back to Detroit, do what they're going to do with them. Yeah. Big, big sex trafficking going on in Ohio, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you're in Ohio, you know, watch out. Don't hitchhike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Never if you're a been. Woman. Yeah. Never been. Yeah. What's no. crazy, too, um, and I don't have a lot of detail on this because it just popped into my head, but essentially <clears throat> these guys on the podcast are trying to do a serial killer or a mass killer because there's a difference, right, mm-hmm. um, in every single state. Oh, Okay. Um, they haven't hit North Dakota yet, so I don't know what they're going to come up with there. Um, but they actually did. They haven't done North Dakota yet for a mass killing or a serial killer. But there, there was a girl in um, UND that disappeared. <clears throat> and there's, um, it ended up being like one of her boyfriend's friends took her and raped her and killed her. And, right. Yeah, but that was a that was a huge case, right? Um, and that was when my wife was going to school there, so she didn't know the girl, but of course right. she knew the story, right? Well, and you guys, I mean, know North Dakota better than I do, or better than most people listening to the show. There's no way that there's not some wacko living in a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere, North Dakota, that's right. got right. the same kind of shit going. There's right. somebody out there. Yeah, he probably won't ever be discovered, right? right? Until he dies, and they go in there and look for him. Yeah, but it's just too. There's just too many remote areas out there that there's not somebody out there doing well, that. There's too, right. too many fucked up people all over the place. I mean, right, right. Not, nowhere is safe from it. Right. You know. They are saying that serial killers are likely to pardon the pun uh, a dying breed though mm. and it's all because of technology right everybody's got a cell phone on them all the right. time everybody's got there's cameras everywhere right. right so the chances of you being able to get away with multiple multiple murders it, right. it's just not going to happen anymore yep. right uh, the other thing that's interesting about this podcast, um, so they do another one called True Crime All the Time Unsolved, mm. and they'll go through unsolved cases. And there's so much going on with DNA right now and RNA that um, <clears throat> they're catching guys from 30-plus years ago by going back, redoing the evidence. Yeah. And with all of these... Um, oh, these places where you spit in a cup, you send yeah. it in, they tell you your genealogy. Mm-hmm. What these sites are doing is basically amassing Mm -hmm. DNA. Mm -hmm. And so they'll take the DNA off of this evidence, run it through some of these websites. Now, some of these websites have um, petitioned to make this illegal. So there's a couple of websites that you can't do it with, but uh, there's still a few that you can, and they're voluntary. So you you voluntarily send your stuff in knowing that they could use your familial DNA to to nail somebody in your family. Yep. Mm -hmm. But they're catching. I've heard of that. Yeah. Um, Where you'll get, you'll send your sample in, and then like your cousin would get hooked up for murder or rape, and yeah. they found it because your DNA is in there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's insane. Like, <laughs> could you imagine that? Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. There Way was, to go, Dennis. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, right. I think it was BTK that was nailed like that. Right. Like, I don't remember how he got. Yeah. Um, because they. Uh, was it BTK? One of these big, I should have written it down. One of these big prolific serial killers no. out of the 70s who'd been dormant for years. No. Um, they finally nailed with the uh, DNA evidence like in 2017. So mm. if you're a guy that was out there raping or killing or whatever 30, 35 years ago and you think you got away with it, you, you Look might out, not Buster. have. Yeah. Right. You better um, hope that no one in your family runs uh, or that they don't go back and check you in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, 
Yeah, it's it's a, it's a weird. I, yeah, I don't know how you. Yeah, like you said already, I don't know how serial killing could could really continue to be a thing with not just the cameras and cell phones and stuff, but the DNA yeah. testing that we could do now. I don't know how you'd get away with anything anymore. Yeah, maybe in a third world country. Right. You right. Know, yeah. But not probably not in the United States. Or I can't imagine you would anymore. Yeah. No, I mean, because you know, and you've heard this, and they've said this in other movies and TV shows as well. Uh, but you know, it's the old it's the old thing like. You always leave behind something. Yeah. Always, always, always leave behind yeah. something. You ha- you can't help it, right? Like, right. Um, I remember that scene in the end of Departed uh, when he's standing there in the blue like hazmat suit with the you know the gloves and it's all taped off. Yeah. Even even and then I thought about that like, well, you could still get away with it if you did something like that. But I think our technology now is so advanced. I don't even know you'd still lose something. Right. Your body, you can't go anywhere without dropping any some kind of fiber or anything. Right. Well, I don't know how you. would evade people anymore outside of just driving by and just randomly spraying bullets out a window right you know right well these guys didn't use uh departed but they used dexter as an example Mm. um and you know he would put up all the plastic and put himself in the tyvek suit gloves Mm. all that stuff Mm. there are people now that have been caught because of the duct tape that they used right like the cops can take a sample of the duct tape off the floor and match it up to a certain roll of duct tape and you're caught right so wow. even uh, figure out where it was made, figure out what store it was sold in, get the receipt, get the credit card receipt, find yeah. it on camera. Like you're fucked. Yeah, well, that's so, a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, 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 no, it's definitely but, a good thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm all for it. But it's yeah, yeah but it's crazy. The because uh, uh, imagine you know, and you've already talked about a few of them, but back in the 60s and 70s, uh, that's why that it was so rampant. There were so many. You know, if yeah. you go look at serial killers, there were so many running around back then. Right. Because. Uh, Really, it was just a free-for-all, right? right. I mean, who's Well, and they were, in the 60s and 70s, it was so common for people to hitchhike. Right, like, right. Like, hitchhiking was a basically daily occurrence, right? right? There were people doing it all over the place. So how much easier is, is it than somebody actually getting in your car and right. going somewhere with right. you, right? Yep. Mm. So many of these, there's two things I want to mention about this podcast that I find kind of funny. Um, so many of these are literally just hitchhikers that get into a car and end up dead, right? Like, you would think that at some point you would be like, maybe I shouldn't hitchhike anymore. All these people are dying. Right. Um, Shit, I forgot the second point I was going to make. Sorry, guys. That was better be sorry. Yeah, that was kind of a a bust there because it was something that was actually kind of funny, but I don't remember what the hell I was going to say now. Well, well I'm train of thought. It was like 20 seconds, too. Yeah. Well, your gone. beauty just... Oh, is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. don't like the way you're looking at me right now. When's Should the last time that you saw... a lampshade? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you saw a hitchhiker? Like, I haven't seen one oh, in years and years, years and years. I actually I picked up a hitchhiker one. one time, and and um, looking back on it, I, how stupid. And he So I, I was driving from Fargo to Jamestown, and I saw a car broken down. I saw a guy walking. And so I pulled over and I was like, hey, did your car break down? He's like, yeah, can you just give me a ride to the next payphone? Because, of course, this is before cell phones. Mm-hmm. But looking back on it and now listening to this podcast, oh, my God. <laughs> the yeah. chances of that guy being a murderer were pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So fuck that noise. Yeah. You ever pick up a hitchhiker? No. no. I've never seen a hitchhiker. Really? No. I don't wow. think so. Not that I can recall. I've seen them. I've never Yeah, I've seen one. them all yeah. over the place, but that was the only one I ever stopped. I for. haven't seen one in years and years and years. I Yeah, no, I I don't remember the last time I don't I've either. seen one, but No. Yeah. Mm. 
it only took 50 years, but people finally got smart enough to realize it's a dumb way to go. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Especially when a bus ticket is like 30 bucks, right? Right, right. <laughs> or you can Uber anywhere now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably not cross-country. No. You know, It'd be an expensive Uber, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll just get there and not pay the guy. Yeah, just run out <laughs> of the car. Cancel card, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Well, our most uplifting show ever. Yeah, yeah it's pretty... Yeah. Huh. I think uh, I think I need to watch Mary Poppins or some shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and the the sad part about this is I could talk for another hour and a half on this topic. I, it just yeah, I am I so am. ingrained in it. If 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 somebody near me were to die, I would go to jail for it because they'd just look at my search history and be like, "Yep, this is the guy." <laughs> he definitely did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you'll probably get away with it because you've done all the research and saw how other people got caught. So now you know the tricks. Right. right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> You figure out a way to not leave a fiber. Yeah, yeah. So if you ever show up here with some kind of weird like plastic on, I'm gonna be like, God damn it! Don't or, ever turn your back to Eric. I man. knew it was coming. What I'm gonna do now that Chad has that little Chen fuzz, I'm gonna take some of that and I'll just sprinkle that around the crime scene. He'll get caught. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Well, that's what they did. Uh, remember that movie, The Town? That's what they did. They take. I remember that. Um, the guy would go into the barber shop and the barber would oh, pay him money. Right. He'd give him a oh, bag of right. hair off the floor yep. and they oh. would throw that in the getaway vehicle and yep. walk away and tr- start it on fire. Yeah. Awesome. That way the right. DNA they picked up was someone else's. That's that great. Genius. Yeah. yeah. That was smart. All right. Well. Okay. All right then. Thank you again. Right. Thank you, Eric. Right. Bye bye. We want to kill you. I mean, we love you. <laughs> <laughs>